Welcome everybody to The Unhidden Message. This is Roger here. Today's uh, message is called The Heart of God. So tune in. God bless. Hey, what's up everybody? How's it going? Hope everybody having a blessed day so far. Um, this is a message I really wanted to uh, share. More of an evangelistic type message. Um, especially going into... Uh, Christmas Day, um, we're approaching that, so uh, I know this is more likely a timely message regarding um, just the reason for the season is Jesus, um, not Santa, <laughs> not the gifts or anything, the greatest gift is in God giving his only son, um, Jesus, so I'm just thankful for that, and I uh, really wanted to share something that uh, I was doing devotional, uh, this is not really a devotional type message, but um, I'm doing it and I really kind of came across, uh, <laughs> doing scriptures and reading the word and like, and I just noticed I was pointing out, it was scriptures that was pointing out of like the heart of God towards the loss and things like that. So I think as a, a Christian, a believer, if you listen to me, if you're not, I always give an opportunity at the end of every message to, uh, for you to surrender your life to Jesus. Uh, so you'll start, uh, afresh right now before going into 2021, what greater, uh, decision that you will make that you are going into the new year on a clean slate uh, and standing in the right standing in front of God standing right with God because of what Jesus had did for you so um, we'll always give a opportunity at the end of this podcast so uh, so stay with me um, but I really wanted to share uh, this message called the heart of God and it's several scriptures that I'm going to read um, that points out the heart of God towards the lost because we're living in the last of the last days. You're seeing that right now. You're seeing everything's like coming together, just like he predicted it to happen. Jesus said um, to his disciples in Matthew 24, Luke 21 and Mark 13. Or he said, when you see these signs start to happen, you start to look up, you know, look up because your redemption is drawing near Luke 21, 28. So, it's the point that signs are happening. All why these signs are happening because Jesus is coming back real, real soon. And he wants everybody to be saved. Will everybody be saved? No. I mean, because people have a free will and, pe and it's wicked people out here as well that are, you know, it's prophesied that the wicked will wax worse and worse. So it's this thing about it's a desire for the Lord for everyone to be saved, you know, so. I really want to get into these particular scriptures and things like that and just share a little bit on that because um, time is running out and people, everybody is going to die one day. It's appointed a man wants to die and after this, the judgment. So not only you're going to live like you're doing now, but you're going to die and you're going to still live. This body will die, but you soul and spirit and body, your body is going to die, but you're going to live on. And there's only two places that you're going to go. It's either heaven or hell. And God is not willing for that to happen for you to go to hell. So I just want to share these uh, particular scriptures because people ask, like, you know, you know, does God want everyone to be saved, saved or does uh, what is his thoughts in the word regarding that? And I really want to point out, like, a couple of scriptures because it says this in Second Peter um, chapter three. It says this, it says in verse nine, it says the Lord is not slack. Concerning his promises as some count slackness, but as long suffering towards us, not willing. Somebody say not willing. Not 
that any should perish, but all should come to the repentance. And it says this, uh, but I continue to read. I just want to read this. It says, it says all that, but it says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burnt up. So, and also jump down to verse 15. Uh, and I and I like what it says in the New Living Translation of this. It says, and remember, our Lord's patience gives us time to be saved. And so that's one of his heart's desires. He's not willing that any man should perish, but all should come to repentance. And that's the famous John three sixteen: for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And last time I checked, everybody that's listening to me is a whosoever. So he sent his only son. For you to not to go to hell, but he sent his only sons and to take our place to go to the cross of Calvary, to die on the cross, to take my sin, take your sin and put it on him. He who knew no sin became sin for us. So what happened when he died on the cross? We had an opportunity to come back to God. He was the bridge. He was the mediator. It was man and God and was nobody in between the uh put us back together with God in right relationship because of sin broke that, you know, at the beginning in the garden of Eden, but Jesus came to restore that. And the thing is, is like now we don't have excuse. <laughs> none of us, not myself, none of us, you know, nobody had, a, has an excuse or why you die and you go to hell. I mean, he, everything is in the word that he says that he's not willing that you should perish. He says that the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness. See, some people think the Lord is slow in his promises, but he's not. But as long suffering, he's very patient towards us, not willing that any man should perish, but all should come to repentance. So that's one point you got to understand. God is not willing that any should perish. That goes for anybody. I understand there's a lot of wicked people. Yes, in in society today, um, and but at the end of the day, he does not want those people to perish. He does not want nobody to perish. People don't understand how, even I don't understand fully how bad hell is. I'm not, I'm not, because I'm not going. You know. So the point is like, uh, but the descriptions of people that went there, came back, uh, the descriptions in the Bible regarding hell. <laughs> I mean, it's a. <laughs> It's a place of torment where the worm never die. I mean, everything in hell is the opposite of, of heaven. So you got to think about it, like the Lord is our strength, right? And my salvation, whom should I fear? So the Lord is your strength. So even when you're in hell, it's no, you, you don't have no ability, no strength. You know, even he gives you breath. He gives you life. His breath, we're breathing in oxygen. The God breathes air. I mean, it's his, it's his air. <laughs> he breathed into us life. I mean, so oxygen in hell is not it, you won't is none. You gasping little nothing. Water, none, nothing. It's fire, you know. Torment, day in and day out. Torment, torment, torment. And you gotta understand, darkness is in heaven is light. In hell, darkness. Just think about it. Everything in heaven is the opposite of what's in you know in hell. So, but God didn't, he only made those, that place for the devil and his angels. But the thing about God gave all of us a free will to choose. You have a choice to make. And God's heart in that is for you not to choose hell. I mean, he wants you to choose his son, Jesus, for you to surrender 100% to him. 
and live for him. Not only just accepting him in your heart, but actually living for him and doing what he has called you to do. Because everybody that's listening to me has a assignment. Everybody that's listening to me, God made for a purpose. Before God formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you and he had a great plan for your life. Jeremiah 1.5. So you got to understand that before you was even formed in your mother's womb, God knew you. He had a plan for you. So your mom didn't choose. Your dad didn't choose you. God chose you. And you're on this earth for a reason. So you got to find out what that reason is between you and God. That's why it's a personal relationship. But first, you have to surrender your life to Jesus. And God is not willing that nobody go to hell. So second thing. What's another scripture that points out that God thoughts and what his uh, thoughts towards you and how he feels towards you right now? Even if you listen to me and you're not saved, this is what he's thinking towards you. And he's calling and it's calling you home like he's calling you back ever since he sent Jesus and Jesus paid the price. Jesus every, did everything. He said on the cross, it is finished. He did everything. Now is up to you. That's, that's listening. It's up to you to make that decision. Nobody else can make that decision for you. But it's up to you. And I wanted to get into that um, in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 through 13. Everybody reads chapter uh, verse 11, which is great, which I'm going to start. But I'm going to end at verse 13. It says this. Now, listen to me. It says that listen to what the Lord is saying. Excuse me. But, you know, listen to what um, he's speaking through me. Uh, it says that uh, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. Again, I repeat thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then it says, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. That's key. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. So that is key right there. That's it. That's his, that's his plan for you. The plan is for you to have a future and a hope. The thoughts of God has towards you. The heart of God is peace not of evil, you know, towards you. But you got to make an understanding. You, he says, you call upon me. You got to confess with your mouth. Call upon him and go pray to him and he will listen to you. That's simple. <laughs> call upon him. You got to be obedient and willing to go and open your mouth and call upon him. He said, call upon me and pray to him and he will listen. And if he, when you seek for him, and you, and find you will find him when you seek for him when you search for him what with all your heart so this is a fully commitment you mean business with god god mean business with you so it's a fully commitment a hundred percent committed thing that you have to give to the lord but his thoughts towards you are, is peace and not of evil so you got to think of that a hundred percent just like he told me when i got saved in my car i'm not gonna get on my testimony too much but basically i heard an audible voice of the lord and said roger Give me 100%, almost going on six years ago. And I surrendered. In my heart, I meant business with God. You know, it was a process after that, in which I you can go back and listen to my testimony on, on this podcast. I have my uh, a testimony uh, podcast. At the, it's the very first one. You can go back and listen to that. But I meant business with God, and I start. it was a process after that of, <laughs> you know, renewing my mind and things like that. But the heart of God towards me at that time was for peace and out of evil to give me a future and a hope he didn't condemn me he didn't do any of those things and i'm not here trying to condemn you regarding that but it's a, a point that everybody that as a christian you listen to me going out onto the highways and byways going out to the streets and compelling the lost to come in and this is the message 
that we have to tell them. The heart of God is that you are not willing. He's not willing that any man should perish, but all should come to repentance. And this is the time that he's given us a space, a lot of time for everyone to repent. And this is the message we have to bring to the lost. We have to bring this on the streets. This is the message I bring, the heart of God, you know, telling them. But I warn them in love. Like, I always tell them, like, listen, give your heart to Jesus. Before it's too late, time is running out. I said, look at the world. I give them examples of what's going on in society. All these are signs that Jesus is coming back. I tell them, I tell them the love of God, at, you know, up front, telling them what his thoughts towards them. But I also warn them. I'm like, listen, time is running out. You have to make a decision. Do not put this off. So you got to have what? A sense of urgency in your spirit towards uh, the loss, at, you know, in, in this um, point in time. So that was, those are a couple points that I want to make. Uh, regarding this in this particular short message because it's important for the you gotta understand you have to have a sense of urgency that time is running out what's going on in the world will only get worse and it's gonna get worse and worse and worse but in the midst of that people will be saved in the midst of that it's, it's, it's for you that's listening every believer to go out and preach the gospel go out and share the gospel and th different things like that. I know it's a uh, holiday season right now, celebrating the birth of Jesus. Whether he was born during his time or not, it doesn't matter. We point, we celebrate in the greatest gift ever, and it's Jesus. And the point, of, and the thing about it, like I'm um, by the Lord's will, uh, about to go, to, I'm gonna go to the mall a couple of days and a couple of days from now, and like and share the gospel, um, <clears throat> and get people to receive Jesus, the greatest gift. Everybody going shopping for a Christmas gift, but the greatest gift is sin in Jesus. So that's a point that you have to make. So I want to give everybody an opportunity at the end of this podcast to surrender your life to Jesus. Maybe you're listening to me and you heard those. I gave you two verses. Well, a couple of verses in Jeremiah, Second uh, Peter chapter 3, verse uh, 9 and 10, you know, and things like that. Gave, gave you those particular verses knowing that I said after verse 9, he's not willing that any man should perish. The next verse is said, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. When the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burnt up. So you got to understand that everything that you have earned on this earth, uh, you cannot take with you. You're not going to be able to take your car. You're not going to be able to take your 401k. You're not going to be able to take your house. You're not going to be able to take your clothes, your shoes, all those things that you pay for. You're not going to take none of that. None of those. All those things in the natural. Everything that we see right now with our eyes will be burnt up on that day. Only thing you can take with you is yourself and people take with you to heaven. That's what matters the most. God so loved the world. So God so loved people that he sent his son. Jesus died for people. He died for us. So you got to make a decision. You're like, Roger. I hear you. I listen to your message and I need to fully surrender my life to Jesus before it's too late because it's going to be a call a time that is too late. And I reason I want to say that before I do that, um, let's read Isaiah 55 real fast because it's important. It's, it's important for you to make a decision right now. And I'm going to give you a verse from the Lord. It says this in Isaiah 55 verse six. He says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and we, he will have mercy on him. And to our God, he will abundantly pardon. So the Bible says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. 
because it's going to be a point in time when he's not going to be near. It's going to be a, he's coming back soon. He's not coming back as a little lamb. He's coming back as the lion of the tribe of Judah. But he's giving everybody a, a chance to be saved. And I want you to be saved. I want you to uh, uh, know without a shadow of a doubt that you are on your way to heaven. So I want to give you the opportunity. You're like, man, I need to surrender my life to Jesus now. Yes, you need to surrender your life to him now. Uh, don't wait until the new year or next year thinking you have the 2022 to make a decision. Where this world going, we don't know. So I want to give you the opportunity. If you never surrender your life to Jesus personally, made a personal relationship, 100% giving him everything, every part of your heart, every fiber of your being. I want to, um, you to say this prayer with me. And secondly, if you haven't, if you have surrendered your life to Jesus, but something happened this year. I mean, you were serving him on fire for him, but you lost your job. Somebody in your family died of COVID. Some, something happened and just knocked you off course, but you're, the Lord is calling you home. He wants you to surrender your life to him afresh. Come back home, rededicate your life to Jesus. And thirdly, maybe you just don't have that reinsurance that if you die today, die this very second, go to sleep tonight, and don't wake up. You just don't know without a shadow of a doubt that you're on your way to heaven. But today is the day that you can know that you're on your way to heaven. So if you fit in any of those three categories, I want you to say this prayer with me real fast. Just say, dear Jesus, I surrender 100 percent of my life to you. I want a personal relationship with you. I repent. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you're risen from me. And I believe that you're coming back again for me. And just say, baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire right now and just say, I'm saved, born again, forgiven, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. 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 If you said that prayer, please, please, I mean, you can message me, right? you know, inbox me, whatever it takes. I want to know that whoever said that prayer. So I congrats, congratulate you. Welcome to the family in advance. Um, so yeah, continue to keep up with me. Regarding uh, what I'll be doing, I'm going like I'm heading to Tanzania. So all the links are at the bottom, you know. So to everybody, my brothers and sisters in Christ that's listening in this uh, particular podcast and you want to partner with what I'm doing, uh, I will be getting a, giving a ministry update pretty soon on my YouTube page. But if you want to sow a seed, one time seed, um, all the one time seeds is going towards uh, the vehicle that I'll be um, doing in the ministry. Um, things like that. But any if you want to partner with me monthly, um, because I'm believing for monthly partners as well. If you want to partner with me monthly at any amount that the Lord lays in your heart, definitely uh, the link is below. Um, so go to those particular uh, links and thank you in advance regarding that, because next year, 2021 will be the year I'll be moving to Tanzania, Lord willing. And it, God has some great things in store for us as a team. It's some things that is going to happen. I feel in my spirit that you have to be a part of what's going to happen of this harvest of souls um, on that particular island. So I just want to give you the opportunity. The links are below PayPal. If you want to sow uh, one time gifts, all I got different options on regarding one time. But if you want to become a monthly partner, I have one particular instruction that is only you have to abide by um, that's on my website. So I just want to thank you in advance regarding that. But stay tuned to the remainder of these podcasts is coming up. God bless.